So on this podcast, I'm joined by Russell Boys from a Celtic State of Mind. Uh, hi, Russell, how are you doing? Very well. Regan, this is an absolute pleasure to be invited back. So, you know, it's an honour, mate, a proper honour. Great to have you on. So, from the last time we've had you on, with Ange Postacoglu being the new Celtic manager, what do you make of Ange so far? I think, I think there's two sides to everything, Regan. Yeah. And for me, I very much believe that Ange has had to do a job with at least one hand tied by his back, if yeah. not both. Right? But I am very much a football man, Regan. And I can only judge my opinions of what I see on a pitch. And I, for me, for the hands that Andrews had tied behind his back, I think it's very important that we recognise how he's also dealt with the situation he's in. And for me, his situation management has so far not been great. The situation is on other people. But you've asked me a question about Ange, and I've got to say, in 300 minutes of football, I think you have to adapt. And, and I'm sure we'll get to this, but funnily enough, I think he's signed players that are part of Angie's adaption to the Scottish football situation he finds himself in. Yeah, because the, because the, the last time you were on the show, we spoke about Beaton playing at the back of the Champions League, and sure enough, he did. Sure enough, he did, Russell. Remember, Regan, we thought that was a almost, oh, no way that'll happen. Remember we said it was like it was like the thing we thought, no way, no way. We made it a joke. It happened. Yeah. And wow, did it come as a cropper, did it not? Yes. Yeah, it did. And I think now especially Celtic need to go in there and buy another centre back. Russ, I don't know what you think about that. Yeah, it's a great question, Regan. Regan, I want to talk about actually the centre back situation massively. Because I'm going to give you a couple of points, Regan, which I think you'll agree with here. So, see when Starfelt is elevated in the starting lineup at Tynecastle. Firstly, you knew if any mistake was going to be made, it'd be made by him. I don't blame him for that, by the way. I really don't, Regan. He was one session, and you're put in Tynecastle. Wow. It was you that texted me on Saturday and said. He's, he's not going to play well here. Sure enough. I You're think, right. It I think, is a baptism of fire. I think the problem was, Russell, there was no one else to put uh -huh. in. I agree. I agree. However, the partner he played with is a guy that sold the jerseys, Regan. Yes. Only a week before or 10 days before with the point of the finger I mean, we look for characters, right, in football. And for whatever reason, Ange gets a lot of backing because of how his character is with the media. But I like to look at that replicated on the park. Now, does Johan Mealbe, for example, resort to pointing of the fingers and idiots' heads. Now, 
Does a midfielder out of place, out of position, uncomfortable in the role he is, and realising he's been caught out, does he do that? Perhaps. Do you then pick him again? Yes. Having all faith in a 21-year-old, an 18-year-old, and an away game in Denmark, do you then, when you resort back to domestic football, which we've been told, right off Europe this year, right to all off. That's what we've been told, Regan. So see when you do that, and you then go, we are now going to take you guys out that line, the, the defensive line, and replace you with the guy who actually cost you guys. I yeah. find that really tough to deal with, Regan. I think near Beton, not that he cost us the result in Tynecastle, by the way. Please don't think I'm saying that. No, no, no. But I just feel, what does that do to Welsh and Murray? What do you think? Because especially because Beton... He got sent off in the John game. So I thought Andrew would say, well, well, we're not going to bother playing you anymore because you let us down in the biggest night of the, the biggest night in the Champions League. I couldn't agree more. Regan, of what message is that to the guys that he's replacing? Murray went out the squad. He wasn't even in the 18. Uh, Welsh wasn't in the 11. What message is that to them? He needs to make a stand as a manager and say, Beto let me down, so I'm not going to play him. This is it. Now, now we get to a great, a great debate, Regan, because Ange is very much, un, you know, you, can't, you have to absolve Ange of the situation he's inherited. However, you have to also forget that side of it when you look at football matches and me and you watch football on a pitch, we don't get on to be accountants. We don't get on to be director of footballs. We don't get on to know transfer strategies. We don't get on to know formations. We, that's not our bag, Regan. But no. what we do know as fans is how did the manager fit the situation we watched? Now, for me, the, the, the substitutions have been made too late. For me, the starting lineups have been, with regards to Beetle, and we just touched on, incorrect. Now, is that allowed to be said yet? Like, I think if you look at it, see Ryan Krusty, he, he's been playing well the last few games and then and didn't play him on Saturday. I'm really surprised by that. And and this is where you need to balance the argument, Regan. Ange is 100%, whether it's a one-to-way Ryan Christie or whether it's a Ryan Christie chasing a new deal at Celtic, Ange is getting a tune out of him. Yeah. Yet he doesn't start at Tynecastle. That one's confusing me because I was actually quite impressed by Ryan Christie's attitude. Could we now go down the debate of contrasting and comparing with, and you know who I'm talking about, the striker. Edward. You know it. He just looks as if he's not playing for the team anymore. All competitive three games, he starts them all. Why? 
because he doesn't trust a, a jetty and Griffiths is never fit. And, and I'm sorry, Ange, but if a jetty's not good and Edward's going to go, I'm sorry, but you need three strikers because Lee Griffiths is not reliable to, to play. Lee Griffiths, Lee, Lee, Lee Griffiths, to me, I would trust more in the park than either of them. But for me, the circus that has now became with him, it's went too far now. I was an advocate for Lee Griffiths getting the new contract he did. But what's came out since? I'm surprised that, that the club just don't remove themselves from the, from the situation. I wonder if we're now in a, a quandrum with Lee Griffiths. None of us need Regan, right? That's the thing. And for all I think he offers on the park, but it's all now unnecessary because of the, as I say, circus that goes on in between. Do you wonder, uh, Vegan, if Kyogo Furuhashi, has he been signed to actually replace Edward? And he's going to be your new... It's a completely different centre forward we're used to, but is he maybe being signed on that basis? I've got a feeling he is. I actually happen to think Thursday night you might see him play up front. Oh, really? I don't know about you, Russell, but do you think Albert Yeti has got a future in Celtic? Well, and this then comes back to, are we allowed to say anything about Ange negatively without being a bombing squad, like, you know, without having an agenda? Because for me, the only guy that picked Albert Yeti to be captain, one, if not two, pre-season friendlies, and then drops him completely out of the squad. Yep, I don't get it at all. Was the manager. Surely those calls were on the manager, Regan. Who else decides he's captain when he plays in a pre-season friendly? I don't Who get decides that? that? I don't get that at all, Russell. No, I'm asking you. Who decides? Surely the manager. The manager has to take the blame for it. And yet since, it looks like the manager has zero faith in Albina Jetty. Full stop. As a player, has he made misjudgment so far in his Celtic tenure? I think he has. And the problem that he's got at the moment is he doesn't know who to, who to trust. I think that's a great point. Do you know what's really funny, Regan? Ange so far has done the exact same thing with the goalkeepers that Neil Lennon did. Yeah. He's chopped and changed. He went with Barkas. Barkas, every pre-season game, first competitive game, and then went, oh. but he was bringing on Bain at half-time in a lot of those, don't get me wrong. I'm like, look, if Postacoglu is this elite manager, then he is making the exact same mistakes and falling in the same traps our man Neil Lennon did. We have to admit that. He doesn't know either who the best goalie is. Funnily enough, what happens again? Yeah. And Celtic are saying Joe up for free last summer and they, paid, and, and they paid one million pounds yesterday. But again, another fantastic point, Regan, because again, there's two sides to it. Absolutely, Joe Hart is better than the two options. Ange is convinced of neither, by the way. 
but the Ange fans, and I'm not saying I'm no, I'm not saying I'm no, maybe I'm hard on him, I am, but, but we were told you need the goalkeeper to fit Ange, and Ange won't compromise his style, and the goalie needs to pass from the back. Guess what Joe Hart's career nosedived from the moment Pep Guardiola said, I need a goalkeeper who passes from the back. So, is are the Ange signings, firstly, or, and I hope I cling to this, and I hope you do as well, Regan, that Ange is learning to adapt, and he's going, do you know what? You guys are right. We actually need to keep her, keep the ball at the net first. See, give me two years. If I can get all the the, the basic uh, building blocks sorted, maybe then I can then bring in this mad. You know, no, I'm not saying mad football, but this attractive attacking football, the free flowing, never boring, as Tony Haggerty would yeah. say. <laughs> the rip roaring. So, so Celtic fans can't have it both ways when they disagree with me on this, because either Joe Hart was an Ange Postecoglou signing, and that contradicts everything you've told me about what he does. Because you told me Ange is a con- compromise. These are signs. If it's a goalie who plays well with his feet, that'll be an Ange man. Well, Joe Hart was. Not sacked, but more or less dropped forever from Man City after an unbelievably golden spell there with crazy success. Was dropped ruthlessly by Guardiola on the basis he couldn't pass from the back, right? Yeah. Or you flip it and you go, Joe Hart was in Celtics transfer list last summer. <laughs> so, so. Is Ange adapting, which is all I ever wanted. I wanted, I want Ange ball one day, but I want to adapt in the here and now, right? And I was hounded for saying that, Regan, hounded for saying that. And yet the two signings this week, since I did a Monday club on Axon, completely to me, looked like a manager recognising the here and the now. What do you make of that? People on Twitter were saying that Celtic shouldn't go for for Fraser Foster because he's not an goalkeeper. Uh-huh. See, the, see, the end of the uh-huh. day, Fraser Foster is a fantastic goalkeeper. Joe Hart is a fantastic goalkeeper. If he can keep the ball in the net, that's the most important thing. And and your thing is, Regan, Joe Hart in his Celtic TV interview references Foster. Did you see yeah. that? I did. He says. He says. Me and him are great buddies. Me and him are great buddies. I know all about Woodsy. Right? That's how he talks about the goalkeeper coach. And then they said, what about the manager? What has he said? He says, um, uh, the, the, yeah, the manager, but he couldn't remember his name. He knew who Woodsy was. And there's a reason why he knew who Woodsy was. Because Fraser Foster, as much as we, and we do it though, what he did, right? Joe Hart will look at this and go, well, it was, I was the main reason you didn't get more England caps, Fraser. And as for Alan McGregor, and by the way, I've advocated 
the role as Alan McGregor's playing the title win for Rangers, by the way. Because to me, 39 or not, wow. He's come up here and shown us and shown what winning means. Well, he has uh, influenced that team. He is the only goalkeeper we can you see at the halfway line when a mad fellow gets made. It's not you, it's kind of incons- inconspicuous. Alan McGregor's at the halfway line. He is all about winning. Joe Hart will be looking at Alan McGregor and going, Go look at my look at my career, look at Alan McGregor's. He joined at 37. I'm 34. I've came from big time success in my life. I'm here to win. And why shouldn't he have the same impact? Yeah, and I think the problem is that people are saying that he's not played for a while, but Craig Gordon, who everyone's yeah. seen Celtics are going by, they're saying Celtic going by Craig Gordon, but Craig Gordon was injured for the for two years previous to joining Celtic. Right. I, I don't think he's played for three years, I don't think. And, and, and the thing is, huh, I'll be honest, see when I first seen it, I went, oh no, please no. But the more I've seen of him, sensationally speaking to today he did a press conference, he did a fan media press conference, yesterday he did Celtic TV and then the more you look back at why his career's nosedived he took a punt on going to Torino on loan the thing was Regan Joe Hart wasn't, he was on loan so as much as, and he was in a, a foreign country speaking a completely different language, first time of his, his career he's done that. But he also knew he was on trial, if you like, by being there on a year's loan. Okay? Yep. He's just been gifted by Celtic a three-year contract and he knows he's coming as number one. When was the last time he felt like that? Man City. He went to Burnley. He was second choice, then third choice, right? Because one of the goalies was injured there, the broken leg, I think it was, Tom Eaton. Yeah. So he was brought in there, and it was this short-term, short-termism with him. This is the first time he's went in again. Long-term contract, you're going to be number one. Are you ready to go back to the Mancini days? And we just watched Roberto Mancini win the Euros. Not a passing goalie for the back, with the best goalie at the back, don't know rumour right now. And if Roberto Mancini could just Joe Hart, Russell Boyce, Enrique Stevenson certainly can buy into that. Yeah. And I think as well, Stephen Welsh, Carl Startfelt, Christopher Julian, Dane Murray, those four can all start going. What did he say behind us? Right, do it. So it might not all be about shot stopping, which Fraser Foster, when you look back, he should never have had to have saved that many shots in the League Cup final. I think Joe Hart will have those guys tuned in. Right now, you look at Barkas, he may as well wear a mask. I'm not talking about a social distancing mask. I'm talking about a mask to stop to prevent you from being able to speak. Yeah, that, I think that's the thing that Alan said last week that um, the, the reason that Bain was brought in for the Michelin game was that Bain's more vocal than Marcus. I mean, wow. 
you then go bain to heart and you are he just brings gravitas. That's the thing. The thing is with heart. See if his maybe ability is on the slide, and I don't doubt it, it must be. Otherwise, why would Celtic get him for a snip? I get that. But the one thing is, he comes and he walks in the room and they go, what was the Euros like? What was the World Cup like? What, what, what was happening there? You made the semi-final. Oh, did you? And he tells them all these stories and he'll talk about elite players. How did John Stone, what was he like in front of you? I told him what to do. I told him what to do. John Terry, you were, you were in goals and John Terry was in charge. Yeah, yeah, John, me and JT are great pals. Told him what to do. And suddenly you've got guys going, wow, what an influence this guy is. That to me is more than just saving the ball. And I think folk forget that. The amount of times you need to save the ball, a lot of that is based on the defence in front of you having made a mistake. There's a yeah. very famous quote, I'll tell you about a defender, it's called Paolo Maldini. He says, anytime you see me make a slight tackle, it's bad, because that means I've already made the mistake. Yeah. And I believe that anytime you have to see a keeper making a save, it's because one of your defenders have made a mistake. I think Joe Hart alone, with his voice at the back, will bring the percentage of mistakes made by defenders of Celtic down by a reasonable percentage. I don't know about you, Russell, but I think McGregor, who is a different type of leader, but Joe Hart will bring that. He'll be the kind of guy that will uh, motivate the players and make sure they're doing everything properly. Standard. Yeah. Standard. He's going to compare, mate. He's going to completely, he's always going to go, oh, when I was a company, he did this. Oh, you know, Yaya Turi. Oh, no, he would be doing that twice a day. And it just, all the time, folk go, okay, okay. And, and don't get me wrong, I think Carl McGregor's the right captain for Celtic. I really do. Yeah, me but too. he needs help. Do you not think he needs help? He does, because I think the problem is that Sorrow is far too rash. Sorrow goes in for too many tackles and he's too, I think so. Celtic need another midfield player, Russell. I feel Sorrow is like me doing a podcast. He <laughs> wants to tackle every single 50-50 <laughs> and he doesn't think about the consequences. James McCarthy, everyone keeps saying, oh, James McCarthy, direct replacement for Sorrow. If I'm just doing the adaption, we think, and we hope, we just spoke about the goalkeeper situation, I wouldn't be surprised to see Sorrow, McCarthy, McGregor as your midfield. Um, Turnbull is not invincible, mate. Turnbull wasn't fancied by Neil Warren for three months, four months. It was by luck that we played a, a dead dropper against Lille, where David, David Turnbull became what he seems to be now um, and player of the year or young player of the year in the SPFL and Celtics player of the year it would surprise me if Neil Lennon's judgement on that happens to be proven a wee bit right again and that the new gaff Ange which apparently according to a guy called Al Robinson who uh, Al Morrison sorry he does a lot of the uh, anal analytics it's not my 
favourite topic, right? But you have to admire, you have to admire bits of it, right? You have to, and you have to say that does make sense. But they also, the analytics guys, have to also go, have you ever played football? Yeah. And if you've never played football, then you don't know what momentum means. You don't know what character means on the pitch. You don't know what inspiration means. You don't know what it's like to be told, move at you. You get there. Do you understand me? Yeah. yeah. There's so, two sides to it. Right now, Sorrow, I think, statistically, would probably look all right. Yeah, I but... think you watch his forward runs. He looks like a, a, a holding midfielder in the modern world. He looks like a cut. He looks deep down like a mini cante, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. But he's rash. He's too James rash, McCarthy yeah. is about to walk in with 43 Ireland caps. I don't know. Must be pushing 200 EPL starts. James McCarthy. Yeah. And a four-year deal binder. Which, before we talk about fitness, now we all know how players play the game. See when you're on a 12-month deal. That fitness gets called into question. They might just reserve themselves a wee bit. James McCarthy now knows he's home. And he now knows it's four years. Don't be surprised to see him start not far off Cal McGregor numbers. I think James McCarthy is about to become the Scott Brown replacement. Do you think that I'm just maybe seeing that these players are from the UK and brought them in early? I'll be honest to you. I think the players have been signed, yes, with Ange's approval, but provided to them not by Ange. No. To me, these are guys from a previous list. Peter Lobel's old list in the draw. <laughs> but he never had any managers in that list, did he? Because remember, he told you when we had Neil Lennon, that draw was firmly locked. But no, I, 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 I totally understand, Regan. I totally understand where you're coming from in that one as well. I don't, James McCarthy and Joe Hart are names we've been linked with numerous times. Yes. Way before Ange Postacoglu. The caveat for that is, well, Ange still, st still gets the final say. Well, if Ange Postacoglu right now is in a situation where he's getting known through the door, of course he's going to say yes when we get anyone through the door. Of course. <laughs> that were on the previous list. I believe that right now we've seen one signing by Ange. I want to say two. I want to say Starfelt, because I've never heard of him before. But the vibe I get, and it might be narrow-minded, maybe ambient. I think for Hashi's Ange's signing. I think the rest yeah. are from a previous list. I really yeah. do. But not to say, not to say he's not also been offered a bunch of other ones from previous lives and he said no to I would never discredit him with that and folk missed that point Regan, folk think you're slagging Ange when you say oh, oh they're from another another, another list I'm not I don't know how long that list may have been or could have been and perhaps Ange has actually said Regan no to a lot of them I might know that I'll take that one though that's a good one and to me 
when you look at Joe Hart, we've discussed at length, but now you talk about James McCarthy, 30 years old, Johnny's Boyhood Heroes. To me, it ticks boxes. I just wanted to ask you about uh, Ponte Coglu because obviously when Neil Lennon was uh, part of the club last year, he didn't really have a bad word to say about the Celtic board. But Anne just said quite a bit about the Celtic board over the past week about signings. Uh-huh. And do you think that's something that Anne will be um, doing over the years for Celtic? I feel I don't. I, I feel there's disharmony somewhere along the line, and I don't want to be causing drama. Something doesn't add up for me. The whole relationship doesn't add up for me. You take the gig of your life like Neil Lennon did. To get a second chance, he went, this is the gig of my life. Any terms, any conditions, I'll take it. And that meant no coaches, no assistants. You're on your own. And just took it in the exact same conditions. But yet, we waited four months to give Eddie Howe an army of coaches, scientists, Directors of football were going to be chosen by Eddie Howe. Ange Postacoglu is still, as we talk right now, on the, what's it, the 4th of August? 4th of August, yeah. 4th of August. 4th of August. And Ange was appointed, what, 30, 40 days ago, whatever it was. He is still on his own. That frightens me. And do you not think the other uh, disappointing thing for Ange is on many occasions about the, the fitness of the Celtic squad? Because that's the, the last two managers that have said it from Neil Lennon. Uh, How Dylan, can you start that weekend when it's the exact same team behind you? Yeah. How can you walk in behind Neil Lennon? I mean, you could walk in behind Neil Lennon and call out the same failures. Of course you could. What difference does it make? You're on your own. You're on your own. And if Posty Coglu is this elite manager, we're told, rated by Guardiola as one of the, oh, this brilliant. Well, I'm very sorry. If you accept the job in the same terms Neil Lennon did, who was ridiculed for that, by the way, but towards the end, sometimes it went too far. I would probably admit I feel a bit guilty about stuff like that. Um... Not that he would care, of course. Huh. But I look at Posty Coglu going in and I think, mate, you mate, with being a poignant world, you're doing the exact same thing he did. Yeah. You cannot go in there on your own because you ain't convincing this coaching team, which are the exact same, of different methods. You ain't. You need to go to your team I honestly, here's a great point, right? Regan, see when you've been at the club like Forrest, McGregor, even Bain, etc., Ralston, for a long time. Jake, they all don't speak. Jake, the coaches and that, they're not that far off ages, right? Jake, they don't just banter. They all banter, mate. Right? They all banter. You watch that picture. How's it going? Do you honestly think if you don't have four guys, three, Two, a minimum two behind you, but I would say four, all pushing the same methods. Do you honestly think they all don't WhatsApp or text or whatever it is these days? What's he on about, by the way? He's on his own hands right now. He should have took the deal on his own. I don't feel sorry for him in that aspect. 
but now he is in the position, you can't help but feel a bit sorry for a minute. But do you, do you not see the the point where of things at the club, such as Dermot Desmond driving the recruitment, has been a big problem as well, also? Why is why is Dermot Desmond driving the recruitment? And you're absolutely right. Joe Hart and Jay Zakarthy are a Dermot Desmond production. Of that, there can be no doubt. Who on earth is doing the contract negotiations if it ain't Ange? And what is it these days? Do we just pull players out and go, well, you take them? And see when the recruitment doesn't do it well, we sack them. See when we can't get a director of football, we don't appoint one. See when we just get the billionaire owner who seems uninterested. See when he picks players out. See when he runs them by the manager. Guess what? They say yes. So have we got a yes man in charge? For me, so far, Ange Postacoglu absolutely is a yes man and he can look bitchy and moany right now, Vegan, all he wants and his uh, persona on the touchline or in press conferences, but he is 100%. You look at Ryan Christie, he's got six months left of his contract, you know, Russell? Interesting point because... Ryan Christie happens to have looked one of the hungrier ones, doesn't he? <laughs> Would you agree with that? Yeah, I do agree with that. What, what, what have you made of Ryan Christie's performances so far this season under Ange? It was, it was very good against Mitchell and then, uh -huh. and then it, it was, it was um, very good in the friendlies, but I'm surprised, like I said, he didn't play in the... Uh, in, uh, uh, cast with the weekend, but um, I, I think he'd be much better under Ange Postecoglou. But I don't know whether it's uh, playing well for a new contract or it's playing well to try and get away. But I think I read somewhere uh, Russell that Ryan Christie is only on eight, eight. Is it eight grand a week for Ryan Christie? Yeah, it's meant to be a lot, a lot less than the other key players. I mean, for me, Christie had seemed to have a shorter, like, patience span by the, the supporters than other players do. Does yeah. that make, like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he seems to have had, if Ryan Christie plays bad once, it's, like, amplified by, like, three times, right? That <laughs> just seems to be the way it is. Um, has he had enough? Right now, for me, the one thing I would give him, and again, you need to pull up the manager here. And it's, I know, we don't, I'm, I don't dislike, or there's no agenda, Regan. I really promise you that, right? At the end of the day, Ryan Christie looked one of the best players in the, few, the couple of European games, despite the results. Yeah, he did. He's then dropped, and I find that hard to believe. Yeah, me too, me, me too, Russell. I mean, if you look at the, the selling situation at the moment, I don't understand. I mean, you, you, you look at the squad. Greg Taylor, who I don't think is a Celtic player. You've got Tony Robinson, who's, who two years ago got let go by St. John's because he wasn't good enough. But now he's a, all of a sudden a, a backup at right back. Let's tell the truth, Regan. Yeah. Last two games, Tony Robinson, in fact, the three competitive, competitive games under Ange, Tony Robinson is the one you'd, you'd pin your, you know, your hopes on. He's the one who's looked 
more competent. I know with, with limited ability, but watching him, you think he gets it. And he's actually trying things. He's the one getting the hardest. For me, I think Ralston's getting the unfair, the unfair treatment by the fans just now. And I get the reasons why. Because let go by Dundee Ray, let go by St. Johnston alone, never attempted to be re-signed, given an emergency one-year extension to his contract this year. But yet Ralston, to me, has made the pro- problematic right-back position not look as problematic as, I tell you what, the guys in the other positions have. And I'll tell you this, I'll include Carl Starkwell's first 20 minutes in a Celtic shot, having cost $4 million, which Ralston has no pressure on him with that sort of price tag, you know? Yeah. Um, no, I just think, Russell, that um, Celtic have left themselves in such a bad position. Celtic, yep. got, Celtic got the nine titles in a row and they sat back and they thought everyone was hunky-dory, they did. They sat back and they thought, we're, go- we're going to win 10 and they sold the, sold the, t- the T-shirts, so we're going to win 10. Everything's going to be fine. But at the end of the day, Rangers were doing doing well in Europe and they were absolutely smashing Varial, who just won the Europa League. Um, Braga, who done well. And Celtic fans, see if Celtic were beating Braga and Varial, Celtic fans would be so happy. But but, but because we were getting domestic success, they thought, oh, oh it's only Braga, it's only Varial. But if, if, it, if it was the other way around... Everybody would be going so happy. Regan, I've got to tell you, mate, you've just absolutely nailed this, by the way. To round off a podcast, we talk about Europe. Now, you look, we had nine years free hits. Now, I'm not saying all nine years with the Champions route, but some of them were, at least three or four. We have never took that competition seriously. Nope. What did Rangers do? I, I, I alluded to this on Twitter, right? Now, I want you to see the difference between Celtic and Rangers as football clubs and how they act as clubs. You know, there's only one team I'll ever support. It's the one the Green White Hoops. Are you able to afford respect to how the other one deals with business? Yes, you are. Unless you've never... Maybe I've run a business. I ran, you know, for years. And maybe that's why I can be ruthless in this. Rangers got, I think it was for a friendly, 23,000 accepted by the government. Right. Here's to me the two statements you get different, Regan. Right. Rangers, in fact, we'll do Celtic first. Celtic would have said, proud to do the largest standing uh, football match since the pre-pandemic, all the way casting back to March 2020. We are the first club to get as many people as that. First club, one club, 88, all this nonsense. (laughs) What did Rangers do? They got 24,000, right? First game of the season, it was. And what did they do in the same tweet? We fully expect full house for the European Champions League qualifier next Tuesday. They shoot me, right? They'll say thank you, but we want more. 
And that, why are they wanting that so much, the full house? Because they know it enhances their chances of qualifying for big money. They don't care about Celtic. They are just so far removed from all that. And I just found that really insightful. That was a reply. I don't, I actually admire it. Yeah. And I hope we learn to take a similar attitude. And so, and something I want to bring up, Russell, is Natasha, who you know very well, she's great. She brought up in the fan media conference about Dominic McKay said Celtic want to be a world class club. And Celtic want to be a world class club. They need to operate like one, Russell. They need to operate like one. Regan, two points I want to raise there. You're absolutely right. Natasha is an advocate for, to me, diversity in the world, which I'm sure you agree with a lot. Yeah. You know the score, right? Opportunities are important. Yet Natasha is destroyed for being a female on Sky Sports. You probably have had loads of abuse. I've not seen yeah. you have or whatever, yeah. but you're my mate. That's all I look at you as. I look at Natasha as a great friend of mine. And I admire the, the, what the both of you do. And she tells it like it is. We're going to move on to the game tomorrow, Russell. What do you make of the game tomorrow? Oh, mate. I fear the worst. I need to tell you that quickly. Like, I I, I hope Joe Hart's straight in. Apparently, he's travelled with the squad. Don't yeah, that's that. Um, Yabonich is a team I would have laughed at you, you know, a few years back. Now... We can just, we can only hope. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but I genuinely don't know what to expect from Thursday. If I'm honest, away goals don't count now. No. We cannot afford to get beat. Do you not feel that um, Celtic in particular in Scotland now it's became a case where everybody we play against wants to draw Celtic? Because I feel like that it's got to a stage where we don't prepare for these qualifiers, Russell. And every single year, it goes back to players on the ass. You know, every year. Do you want to become Aberdeen or Hibs? We talk, though, every summer. And I can remember every summer. You you probably said it this summer. I have Aberdeen look good this year, eh? But yeah, we expect them to get beat by some random European team before they make group stages of any competition. Celtic are beginning to fall in that trap, Regan. You're absolutely spot on what you just said. I grew up to Celtic beating Barcelona and Manchester United AC Milan, and now they, now they can't beat Finn and Farrell's. Finn Farrell, I mean, name them. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. Jablonek, you've never heard of. But what rating do you give Celtic to win to, on Thursday? You don't know. No, you don't. You don't because you 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 sit there and say, a, 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 the goalkeeper's brand new, the centre half's brand new. We'll probably have beat on in there, who's back in. We don't know who's going to play up front. Uh huh. Because see, Edward, your brains will not have him because he, he doesn't offer anything anymore. Russell, what, what do you make of that? Well. As a final comment we'll do tonight, for me, Ange has took responsibility on everything. As a Celtic supporter, you're not allowed to give him any. 
But for me, he's picked a guy called Edward, who you just spoke about. Three competitive games in a row. Zero goals from Edward, zero wins from Celtic. If that is, there's no a bit, if there's not one bit of responsibility you can attach to Ange on that, then I'm sorry you are looking through green, yeah, green tinted glasses. So, what is your prediction for tomorrow or so? I think we'll get beat 1 0. Okay. Yeah, I do. I ain't 1-0. I hate saying that, mate, on your podcast. I'm not trying to be negative. No, I ain't no, going to no. get beat 1-0. Okay, I'm going to go uh, 3-1 to Celtic. 3-1. I'm going to go McGregor. Who went away for whom? 3-1. McGregor, Ryan Christie and Furuhashi. 3-1. I love that, mate. I wish I shared your optimism. That... You mean we feel bad now. You know oh, that. Uh, <laughs> no, but you're right. You're right. I'm, I like that attitude. I really do. What's your expectations for Celtic this season for Ange Postecoglou? I think the changes we're seeing um, are happening very quickly. We There was a podcast being Tony Haggerty done, a guy I know you respect and I know you like. Yeah. Um, we did. It sounded like we were... You know, I mean, I seem to describe as a hatchet job on Ange. I, w- I watched that podcast and I seen the, a bit of the backlash you were getting on Twitter. But no, I'm Yeah, no, I think just... Two signs, Regan, have been made this week that proved me and Tony Wright, Joe Hart, Jason Carthy, two guys who came in and neither of them strike me as this. Oh, they play Ange ball. The two of them strike me as a manager who has seen two guys who will adapt straight away to the here and now. And that's the whole point. Celtic supporters, Celtic supporters these days can get themselves on, Regan, that they all like projects. And we like transition. I've never seen it in my life. All we care about is results. And it's a myth that there's been given time to projects, transitions, anything. The only guy in the last 24 years to not win the league in his first season to save his job was Lennon. That's a fact. Yeah. So see everyone else. Get themselves on all they want. Yeah, we're seeing what he's trying to do here. See if he gets to December and we're 10, 15, 20 points behind. Which, by the way, I pray we're not. I really don't, do not want to be in that position. But if we are, and you've got mates saying, stick with him. It won't happen. They're no. lying right now. They're telling you lies. And that's important that you get that balance. And I know I get pelters right now for thinking, I worry about his forward thinking plan thing that he's got going on here. Because it's not necessarily just Boise's person, personal point of view. It's, I know how it will turn. I don't think any manager knows the magnitude of the Celtic <laughs> job until they get it. And yeah. I just post the call glue, probably the least out of the last few lessons, Ronnie Dyla. Okay, Russell, well, thank you for joining me. It's been absolutely brilliant to have you on. And uh, everybody go and check out uh, State of Mind because uh, what Paul John Dykes does, Tony Haggerty and Russell Boyce, 
Natasha and the rest of the team do is absolutely brilliant. So please go and check it out. Thank you, Regan. No problem, Russell. Cheers for coming on.